Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it is game that tune back in the motherfucking house yet again oh man it, we are going to be in rare form tonight it is your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey and we got david fleming say hey hey and we got jesse moore say hey hey hell yeah man oh it is the second recording of August, which means it is time for the second round of August Absurdity. I think we're going to have a blast tonight. <laughs> you know, if uh, if you're just joining us on Game That Tune, you should have listened to last week's show because it, it kind of, it's everything that we do on Game That Tune. It's, you know, video game music, a little bit of trivia, goofing off, having fun, a lot of nonsense, some just absurdity, just, you know, really... You know, just going crazy like a, you pick a jumping off point like a great game with great tunes and then just talk about it as if you know you've never even played the game before and we're going to do that again man it's it's round two uh, August Absurdity we're going head to head with each other we got a uh, you know I think we got a lot of fun tonight and uh, since it's our head to head phase of the season it means no theme you know the theme is Absurdity but uh, less general than that, the theme is uh, August Absurdity Free Play. Johnny, do it. Game that tune. August Absurdity. Free Play. Shake that ass, bitch, and let me see uh-huh. what you got. Just shake that what? ass, bitch, and let me see I'm pumped up and ready. Spice. I'm going to really enjoy playing with you. Their butts wiggle in such a funny way when they run. This is CNN. We used to really try to hide how much we Google on this show. We've become very open about it. <laughs> I don't think we actually explained what August Absurdity is. How absurd. Basically, it's like if you mix Gangs of New York with Andy Williams. Hang time, y'all. These guys are crazy. Sonic Boom. Gangsta shit. Patreon.com slash game that tune. Show me a moves. One gentleman warrior to another. Absurd. Combat. David Fleming, we're coming for you. So is that a ringtone yet? <laughs> they will all be ringtones. All For good our time. Patreon. Whew. Yeah, our patrons deserve annoying ringtones. Could you imagine if they're like in the mall and that goes off? I would and love like, to like, you're going to have to leave, sir. The people that love our podcast like in a very important work meeting and that just starts <laughs> going off. <laughs> and they somehow let it ride all the way to the end. Like, you know. Oh, that's kind of John. weird, annoying ringtone. They haven't stopped it. It's gone for 64 seconds. Good God, man. <laughs> like, I like to imagine that, like, that ringtone goes off in some corporate board meeting. 
while the CEO of the company is like visiting from another office. Yes. And like the manager of the office, is like, will you stop that? Will you stop this? Shut up! And the CEO is, for some reason, this very old man, and just kind of looks gay. Hey, game that tunes August Absurdity, am I right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know about you, you know, junior vice president, but I want to shake that ass, bitch. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so as Jesse expressed in that free play, we haven't really clarified what August Absurdity is, but we're going head to head. We're acting like we take this game seriously. We're listening to three games, uh, three songs from a game, trying to guess the game. Whoever gets it the most gets a chance to take on King David at the end of the month for the coveted Game That Tune bragging rights. The very important Game That Tune bragging rights. It's, uh, you know, it's a beautiful, glorious prize that we've all been striving for for you know, year after year of this podcast. So, yeah, we're going to have some... Uh, we got, you know, we've each brought a great game. we got a great fan request in here. We're just going to goof off, have a lot of fun. And... Uh, I don't know, Johnny. I don't think there's anything else. I think we should jump into it, man. All right. Do Game it. One. That makes you think of like Stranger Things or something. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, kind of right, man. I like that vibe. 
Very moody. Yeah. That is not so much like Stranger Things. No. I like it though. <laughs> not as such. <laughs> All right, you guys. You look like you might need some trivia. Y- yes, I'm dying I'm for some trivia. Um, so this game is it's the fifth game in the main series, and the third game in the sub series. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> It was also the last uh, of the main series that was given an official English release until the Wii Virtual Console release in 2012.
All right. Dun, dun, dun. You said this is the you guys feeling third? great? You said this is the third game? It's the it's the fifth game in the main series and the third game in the sub series. Okay. David's Thank got God. it. David's got it. I can I can I I can tell he knows exactly what this is. Well, because it's it's one of those things where I'm not sure. I I'm pretty sure I know it, but I'm not, I don't know if the name is the main series or the sub series. Ah. But I I think I have it. I'm gonna go ahead and declare myself brutally fucked. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, Johnny says stranger SNES thing seven. Uh, John said that's wrong. Uh, John, John <laughs> no. says King of Fighters '97. That's wrong. And uh, David, um, he said Wonder Boy three, which uh, this is uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World. So he, since he came closest, I'd say we just give it to him. Um, I suppose we must. <laughs> he is the king. But uh, yeah, this. Any of you guys play ever the Wonder Boy game? Is this the one that they just remade for the Switch? No, this is the one after that, actually, okay. which is weird. Um, but yeah, that one looks awesome. Yeah, isn't the one for the Switch like it's it's a Wonder Boy game, but you uh, you have the option to just like toggle between old school and new school graphics. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember seeing things for that, and it looked really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but a, no, I, that, I don't. That I don't was know that I played the Wonder Boy games. Yeah. The um, I don't know. Well, I do know. See, the, ma the Master System wasn't big over in the United States, so we didn't give a fuck about Wonder Boy games for some reason. Because hmm. no one knew about it. I mean, you didn't know what a Master System was when you... Nerp. So, like... No. Then when, you know, the new Wonder Boy came out for uh, Sega Genesis, no one knew what the fuck a Wonder Boy was. You know, we hadn't heard the Tenacious D song yet, so <laughs> we weren't hyped for the name, you know, so... But the Wonder Boy games were freaking solid, you know? And this one in particular, there there are like side scrolling RPGs, um, but like you know you hack and slash, and you can buy like like spears and uh, and different weapons and stuff, and it looks really like kind of cutesy in a way. But some of the enemy, like the bosses, are all look pretty badass. Uh, the music was done by um, what's his name, Shinichi Sakamoto, and he pretty much just did a bunch of Wonder Boy games and a bunch of other stuff for this one company. But, um, you know, got some good jams. And yeah, I'm but trying the, to think. The game is, is cool. You, you guys should check it out. At least some, uh, like, YouTube videos to see it, you know, in action. Yeah. So, what what console is this on? Sega Genesis this, for this on one? Sega Genesis, yeah. I, man, I feel like a total failure for not identifying Sega Genesis music. Like, yeah. like yeah. I, I made a joke about this being on Super Nintendo. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Song, I was like, this sounds like Genesis. I'm, oh man, I was sitting there racking my brain. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so Wonder Boy—that's the one that's the same thing as Adventure Island, yes, right? Yes. No, isn't? I thought is it Alex Kidd or Wonder Boy that's exactly exactly Wonder the Boy. same as Adventure Island? So this is the Adventure Wonder Island. Game. 
Yeah. Okay. Like Hudson Soft were like, we'll make our own version, and they just took the game, uh, took the main character out, and slapped another dude in there. Yeah. And Wonder changed Boy. the soundtrack, <laughs> and they're like, now it's Adventure Island, yeah. and like, there's this crazy like arc of games where you have the Wonder Boy series, and you have the Adventure Island series, and they're all like, they're all it, exactly the fucking same. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, I don't know that they're exactly the same because I know yeah, they, Adventure they, Island, you can ride dinosaurs. That's yeah, they true. definitely branch off into their own types of games, but it's weird how it just spawned into one game that they just like, well, slap another character on there. Sure. It'd be like if there were like four or five more Doki Doki Panics. You know? <laughs> Which one's the true Doki Doki Panic? I don't know. This one, they pull radishes out of the ground, but Mario pulls turnips out of the ground. It, you know, they're pretty much the same. He's got a different hat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I played Adventure Island 2 a while back. Like, I <laughs> I attempted to live stream it and then remembered that I was fucking terrible at Adventure Island. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's strange. If, if, if this game keeps the same pace as the SNES Adventure Island games, this is, like, the slowest, most, like, uncomfortable platforming game of all time. Like... <laughs> Is that the case here? Because, you know, like, Adventure Island 2 was just like, wow, this is, uh... Man, I, you know, I, it's like not even holding my interest, and it's like it's full of cheap deaths, despite the fact that it moves at like a snail's pace. Like, <laughs> is that what Wonder Boy is, or do they at least like uh, I don't know, make it a little more playable? In this one, it's it's definitely playable. Okay. Um, like the the jumping is is a little. You got to be pretty specific with your jumping. Um, but other than that, like the, you know, you could duck to attack. You know, there's a lot of games back then where they're like, oh, you can't duck. And there's some of these creatures are smaller than your, you know, attack. <laughs> and so you just got to jump over shit. And, but this game is real good with your attacks. Uh, uh, I think the boss battles are pretty fair and challenging. Um, nothing really feels cheap. You can get magic and stuff. There's an ocarina that you play to, like, unlock parts of stages, you mm. know. So they got that going forward before, you know, other famous games with ocarinas, you know. <laughs> so. I don't think there are very many of those. <laughs> it's it's kind of like if, if you think about, like, Zelda 2, but all the side-scrolling parts, it's none of the overworld part, and the combat is way more fair. Okay. Because Zelda 2 can be... Zelda know, 2 is brutal. Yeah, Zelda yeah. 2, they'll, they'll swarm your ass. That, uh, yeah... Okay, you know, that doesn't sound the worst, because, yeah, at least it's got, like, RPG elements. I, you know, again, I just keep on going back to fucking Adventure Island, but it's like, it seemed like Adventure Island was just, like, run and collect fruit. Like, there was no there's no depth to it. Like, run slowly, collect fruit, eventually you get a boss. You know, if Wonder Boy at least has, uh, a li you know, just even a little more depth than that, then I'm yeah, into it's, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's more depth. Good. <laughs> so there's a world full of monsters. Yeah, a monster world. Frankenstein, <laughs> the mummy, um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Frankenstein's bride. Yep. Is it the dark universe? That's right. Okay. Wonder Boy versus the dark universe. Yes. <laughs> so in these dark universe movies that they're making, they're, they're going to have Wonder Boy at some point come through and win Is the Is Tom day. Cruise Wonder Boy? <laughs> Have you seen the new mummy? You'd be surprised. Tom Cruise is decidedly not Wonder Boy. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> my, 
<laughs> My goodness, do we have things to talk about once the rest of you guys catch up on this dark universe? Uh, oh boy, I can't wait. Did they ever reveal like who Tom Cruise is in the Mummy? You haven't seen the Mummy with Tom Cruise? Yet? No, because no, because like I say, you spoil it for us, bro. You want me? how? I mean, like. <laughs> All of the trailers, all of the ads, and then like what their plan for the dark universe was. Like this looks like the dumbest thing ever. I have no interest in watching this train wreck. All right, live I viewers. So spoilers coming up for the dark universe after John Regan <laughs> asks this question. What is the dark universe? <laughs> this is a legitimate question. I've never heard this phrase until just now. It's been on the podcast. The dark before. universe is Universal's answer to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they're trying to like interconnect all of their movies by remaking all of the old Universal horror movies. So it's like The Mummy, Frankenstein, Dracula. Creature from the Black so Lagoon, it, I think. It sounds cool on paper, but how they're going about doing it is terrible. Mr. Hyde. Does it sound cool on paper? I don't think I want a universe where Frankenstein's bride and Dracula are all hang- Well, I mean, why not? Hang out with the Wolfman? <laughs> Bro, is, is, badass. It, it's been yeah. done. It's called the Adams Family, and it was already dope. So, <laughs> quite frankly, I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish with this dark universe. But Wonder Boy is going to show up and fuck them up. Um, oh, yeah. There we go. That's the that's the final movie of the crossover. Wonder, Wonder Boy, Boy slash Van Helsing. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ! So I'm um, back on board. <laughs> Spoilers, you've been warned on the Dark Universe game that tune live viewers. Um, Tom Cruise is the mummy. Wait, he what? is the mummy? Yeah. No, they they got the like female mummy and that was the big deal. No, like... she uh, she curses him and by the end of the movie Tom Cruise is the mummy. Oh, so oh, he's God. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay, cool. Tom Cruise okay. travels the world, like, mummying people. I don't know. Like, it's such so he's a like bad that character turn. from Darkstalkers. <laughs> oh. uh, so, spoilers. Uh, again, if you plan to watch any of the Dark Universe movies, Tom Cruise turns into the mummy by the end of the movie. So, Wonder Boy is going to turn up and fuck Tom Cruise up. And Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's playing Mr. Hyde. Um. <laughs> you know, just you wait. Wonder Boy's gonna come and he's gonna wreck all your shit, man. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be like, you know, fucking Dark Souls in this bitch, man. You know. Everything's like Dark Souls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wonder Boy's gonna turn up. It's gonna be an M-rated game in which he's just taking on Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe like crazy. <laughs> you know. God. With their likenesses. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be a super realistic likeness. It's going to be like, you know, just a really, you know, happy running Wonder Boy fighting monsters until Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe and Javier Bardem show up and then, you know, <laughs> shit's going to get real. So. Patrick Perkins is suggesting that uh, Michael Sarah should be Wonder Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Would watch. <laughs> I don't know what it is no, that gives I, Wonder Boy an uh, advantage over these people, but I'm in favor of it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I can't. Wonder Boy versus the world. I also I uh, Wonder I'm, Boy I'm dating teenagers. Up, um, the the mummy and like reading through the plot synopsis and everything. And I I mean again spoilers. Literally the last line of this synopsis is later on in the desert. The mummy resurrects the mummy's friend. I quote. 
and the two set out on an adventure. I don't think, like, that's how this is supposed to, like, it's like a buddy movie in the desert with the fucking mummy? You'd be surprised. It, a it actually is. <laughs> yeah. And man, if you watch New Girl on Fox, you're going to extra love that adventure. Because... <laughs> You would be surprised to find out who the mummy buddies up with for the rest of the movie. We're done talking about this shit. Um, you know, Jesse, Next game. Yeah, I was going to say. You Wonder know, Boy good, mummy bad. Wonder Boy yay. <laughs> Dark universe. <laughs> More. They should be a, a Wonder Boy yeah. universe. Ew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dark and then took kind of a turn there how I like it guys ready for some trivia please Bro. yes all right this uh this is one of the few games that supports oh wait let me rephrase this <laughs> i'm being this wrong <laughs> thinking it wrong this game uh sonic in this man 
<laughs> basically, basically Knuckles. the game, the primary goal of the game is to commit genocide and it supports the Super Nintendo mouse. Oh shit, that was it. <laughs> um, so we're near enough time to Google Super Nintendo Genocide Mouse. I haven't finished drawing my mommy. You'd be surprised how little results come up when you Google Super Nintendo Genocide. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> I thought I'd make it hard for once, I never do this. This is the Super Nintendo version of the game? Shit. Yes. It was released on multiple platforms. It doesn't sound like this, but whatever. This is the only thing I got. Let's see some answers. All right. Uh, and then where's John's? Okay. So uh, Jesse wrote SimCity, which is the closest. But he's got John a mummy. <laughs> Civilization for Super Nintendo, and David wrote Terminator 2. This is Sim Ant. Oh, fuck, Sim Ant. Oh. When you play Sim Ant, you play as the red ants, or the black ants, and your goal is to entirely eliminate the red ants. You're supposed to commit a red ant genocide, and also take over the house and drive people outside of the house. So, John, any correct answers on that? No. Nobody got it right. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Sim Ant! <laughs> I forgot so that was your thing! Place... <laughs> Anybody well, here had... play Sim Ant? No! I had, I, had, I had no idea this came out on the Super Nintendo, though. But yeah, I played Sim Ant. Sim Ant was awesome. I primarily play this on my Mac, I'll admit, but there is a Super Nintendo. I did the Super Nintendo music because I had a hard time finding the like PC slash Mac music. Damn it, there it is. It's right under Sid Meier's Civilization, which I wrote as my answer. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> a quick Googling of Super NES Mouse. Oh shit, genocide. Sid Meier's Civilization. Yeah, sure. Nope. It was it was Simant. It also wasn't Snoopy Concert or Sound fantasy um great <laughs> well, it's like terminator God. 2 maybe the goal is to kill all humans sure <laughs> bend to the game why uh, i thought he was trying to save the humans <laughs> maybe you play as skynet with the mouse like oh like, dude a game where you play as like, skynet would be though? so good i would yeah. love a terminator game where you play as skynet <laughs> Like, that'd be amazing. <laughs> you assess well, threats like, from humanity the and then like, well, ultimately there's destroy like, two modes. There's, like, the, the normal, like, you play as the Terminator oh, mode, yeah. and, then, and maybe there's, like, a Skynet mode that uses the mouse like a real-time strategy. It, it's just uh. like a, the Sega Genesis Jurassic Park game. You can play as uh, yeah. the, where the human is named or the raptor. Thank um, you. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I totally get it. And yeah. I love the idea of like playing with the mouse and just Skynet and you click on sites to like send nukes to or deploy Terminators to or whatever. Like, that'd be great. <laughs>
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I mean, me with all of my extensive Super Nintendo mouse knowledge. So, my my favorite thing to do in Simant was take over the spider and just eat all the ants. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was how you played the game. It's like, you burrow to the very, very bottom, like, sneak into the enemy colony, and then, like, take control of the spider. <laughs> Dude, you guys are gonna have to go because I, I got nothing on Simeon. <laughs> oh man. No! You can't keep doing that. <laughs> See, honestly, I, I'm not sure I've ever actually played Sim Ant the way like it's supposed to be played, where you're like in control of the colony and like get your workers and soldier ants and all that. I pretty much just did everything I could to take over the spider and, like, kill as many ants as possible. Yeah, so I actually did play and beat Sim Ant, and it, it is kind of a weird game because, yeah, you have to <laughs> kill the red ants, you have to, like, launch, um, uh, what do you call them, like, spore-type ants to go colonate other parts of the yard. Um, sometimes while you're playing, the, the homeowner will start mowing the lawn, and you have to, like, go and hide it and avoid the lawnmower, because, uh, if you get caught up by the lawnmower, it prints a message like you've been turned into a thin slime or something like that. Like, lawnmowers <laughs> is instant death. Um, there is a line in, like, they really promote killing the red ants. Like, I, I recall reading somewhere or hearing somewhere in the game, somebody and somebody in the chat mentioned this line, uh, the phrase, better dead than red. Like, I think it's a war cry you hear at some oh. point or something. Like, all about murdering those red ants. Uh, uh, you can become the queen and lay eggs. You can be like workers and get food. Um, you can be the spot. You have to, you're supposed to avoid the spider or be the spider. Which, I'm you know, remember, how do you take over the spider? You just do it. <laughs> you just like you go to because you can switch ants at any time. And when you go switch ants, you just click the spider. Um, you do have to click specifically on, like, his fangs. Like, if you click anywhere okay. else, it won't do it. But if you click the fangs, you become the spider. Because I remember, like, thinking it was weird because you're the black ants and you're fighting the red ants. But when you take control of the spider, like, its mandibles turn bright yellow for some reason. Because hmm. whatever ant you are is bright yellow. And okay. so his mandibles turn yellow. Because, yeah, that's what you have to click. Um... And yeah, I managed to take over the house. Once you get into the house, you know, there's other obstacles you got to deal with. Like if you, Humans. sometimes your ant buddies will just randomly walk over electrical sockets and die, or they'll fall into the sink and die. Like there's a lot of things. <laughs> Crawl onto my desk at work and die. I mean, I get it. Like ants, yeah. not all that formidable to a human. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I just, you know, I always kind of felt bad at the end. It's like, man, we just, like, infested this guy's house with ants. Like, <laughs> like how many... Because, yeah, how many ants does it take to drive you out of your home? <laughs> There's probably a lot of fucking ants. Yeah, more than you can control in a Super Nintendo game. <laughs> God, they have, like, shows like that on, like, the Learning Channel and stuff where they're like, hey, guess what's in your house? And they, like take like down a wall and it's like just filled with like ants yeah. and they're like oh my god we didn't know this was out there exactly sim ants crazy. like the is the precursor to hoarders is it about hoarding ants <laughs> you know, no no i forget nothing it's about like, it seems healthy there's like ones where there's like spiders it's like extreme infestations or something it's like some crazy show that will give you the willies nice it's like those shots of, like, forests in Australia that are just trees covered roots to the top with spider webs. Yep. Nope, yes. nope, nope. Uh, yeah, that's but why yeah. nobody lives in Australia, to my knowledge. Um, 
you know, not interested. You know, Simant, their favorite game. Spiders, their national animal. No fucking thank you. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm really trying to rack my brain on if I ever played Simant. And I feel like, what was the one that we had in the like computer lab in middle school where the, the animals would fuck? Was that just Sim Earth? What? Like, <laughs> I think you're talking about Sim Life? Sim Life, maybe? There was Sim Earth. You could kind of spam the computer lab with the noise of a game because they would, they would like the animals would start breeding and it had the sound effect going ooh la la, ooh la la. <laughs> oh no, that's definitely Sim Life. Okay, go. Because I remember I actually owned that and yeah. played that, and I remember remarkably annoying sound effects. <laughs> just for like fun, I wanted to see like what would happen if you created an animal that had like super fast birth rate and conception rate. It was just all of a sudden, like, some cord, some kind of hyper rabbit, and then they were just like, icon, 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 yeah. ooh la la, ooh la la, ooh la la, ooh, ooh la la, ooh la la. Your iMac has I crashed. Thought <laughs> I thought the stories can go very differently. I think I said, no, like, no, I, I, I got, got I, curious. <laughs> What's that? I was gonna say no. I had a real game in mind. It wasn't going off the rails at all. I just remember a game with you know like virtual animals breeding and saying ooh la la a lot. You know, no, no, so with I sim games. Say, and, I got curious and ugh. I made an animal with like eight dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't like that particular because I remember you could you could control like head, body, and tail. You mean there wasn't and... a toggle for like number of dicks per animal that you could just tick up and you know. <laughs> Really increase the birth rate? You know, what about wombs? Was there a number of wombs you could set per animal? You know, or that was that too particular? That we needed every character creator from now on. It's yeah. just like, when you make your grizzled white guy, how many dicks would you like in that? Yeah. Number of ovaries. Can you change where they're located and stuff? Frequency of periods. Um, yeah. I want a beard of dicks. <laughs> And episode title. <laughs> um, yeah, so Sim and <laughs> birthplace of dick fingers. <laughs> and whenever you get hard, they all slap you in the face. <laughs> uh, so this all happened in Sim and I, I really haven't been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no well, dick plate in Sim and <laughs> Was that Jesse? I said, how do we beat Dick Beard? There's nothing that we can do to top that right Game now. I think we just move over! This is our high point of the cinematic discussion. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those Facebook meme, what's your pirate name things. <laughs> Dick Beard the Dick Red Ant. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh... All right. Do something, Jesse. <laughs> I say it's time to move on. Game three.
Man, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty good. All right. So um, this is our fan request from noted Game That Tune fan, Alex Messenger. Hey. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, who would like a little trivia for this game? I'm good. Let's do it. I figured you would be. Um, okay. So this game was originally planned for the Sega Saturn console. However, um, sorry, I lost it. Uh, they, the, the programmers gained the rights and made an agreement with GT Interactive to publish the game for the Nintendo 64. However, that deal fell through and development moved to the Sega Dreamcast, which fell through again. <laughs> Originally, the game was going to be ported to the PlayStation 2 or the Nintendo GameCube, but was eventually released for the Microsoft Xbox.
All right. Hmm. I've got an answer. I'm excited. Yep. Let's see some answers. Uh, everyone says Toe Jam and Earl 3 with Jesse adding Frankenstein and Dracula to his drawing. What? That is correct. <laughs> I want Jesse to keep holding that up there, just for the record. Um, to test David's knowledge of movie monsters. <laughs> David, what are those what monsters? <laughs> what David Frankenstein say? and Dracula? You missed. You're missing one. <laughs> okay, there's the invisible the, man. The mummy? There is a bat. Yeah. I was gonna say which, which one? You know, was Dracula a mummy? Well, no, yeah. Dracula <laughs> is a bat. I didn't yeah, want to take up too mummy. much space so I could actually still guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I could draw Dracula as a bat, and then not draw a invisible man because he's invisible. Well done. Now I just need to fit you in. You should just draw like a random bat. Man. You know what, for the next I was one. I draw some glasses somewhere, but what I didn't you... want to make them too tall because I've already established how tall Frankenstein is. What you need to do is. not taller than Frankenstein. Just cover that whole thing in white and then erase the letters for your next answer so it's the real Dark Universe whiteboard that you got going there. Because as it <laughs> is, it's a little bright for this Dark Universe. <laughs> um, and truly, we are now in. The darkest of the dark universe. Toe Jam and Earl 3. Um, is that really a thing that exists? Yes, it is. Yeah. John, <laughs> I is. would bet that this is the only Toe Jam and Earl game that you haven't played. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I haven't played this one. Boo, John, you suck. Oh, my God. The crowd's going wild. They're booing John. Wow, <laughs> I can't believe they're turning on him so quickly. Um, but, uh, this is Toe Jam and Earl 3, the third game in the Toe Jam and Earl series, released for the original Microsoft Xbox. Go on. This concludes my knowledge of the game. <laughs> um, yeah. John, I'm going to need you to fill in the gaps here. It sounds like the game went through development hell, and the music is very funky and true to Toe Jam and Earl form. And just to make sure it got stuck in hell, it came out on the original Xbox. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I that's, you know, oh, that poor game. I don't know, like, what Sega's deal was, but they got some kind of like licensing agreement with Microsoft because a lot of Dreamcast games got put over to the Xbox. Yeah, I guess they did, didn't they? Was that the only place with the Panzer Dragoon sequel? Like, yeah, that, yep. um, 2, I think, yeah. Yeah. Jet Set, Radio Future. Right. Uh, Sega GT. It um, actually kind of makes sense because the Microsoft, uh, the Xbox GameCat and the Dreamcast controller are very similar. Uh, so, you know, you have games with button layouts. Basically, you just have to not use a few Xbox buttons and you have a Dreamcast controller. Oh, right? my God. Um, Pretty much. So that kind of makes sense. And then... Um, I, you know, it kind of, what sucks about coming out on the Xbox One is that a lot of those Xbox One games right now are kind of just like lost time forever because we don't have a good preservation right. effort. John, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Xbox One is a pretty new system. Yeah, it's only been out for a couple out. of years. Yeah, but I hate that. Don't try and explain your way out of this one, John. <laughs> don't you do it. Ah. Uh. 
Okay, so what system Xbox. is this from? The first Xbox. I think <laughs> the word you're looking for is Xbox. Okay. So there hasn't been a good preservation effort of the Xbox. Like, there's no um, Which emulator Xbox? of the original Xbox. And so that kind of sucks because, like, there's a lot of games. Like, like I would like to play this, but sourcing an Xbox and a physical copy of the game is really kind of a hassle mm. and not worth it, you know, mm. just to play this one game I'm, like, mildly interested in. Uh <laughs> But didn't they, <laughs> didn't they announce, isn't Although there now from, backwards compatibility on the Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X family of systems? So if you have your physical copy of Toe Jam and Earl 3, can't you play it now on, or at some point you'll be able to play it on your Xbox One, I'm sure. You know. I think that I think that backwards compatibility is on a game-by-game -game basis, though. I don't think it's a general backwards and compatibility with all games. Is the public not crying out for... <laughs> <laughs> Playability for Toe Jam and Earl 3, colon, <laughs> Mission to Earth. You know, I think it's the most in-demand game. You know, somebody might say Crimson Skies. I say fuck Crimson Skies. I say Toe Jam and Earl 3, Mission to Earth, is the best game in the history of Xbox One. I mean, original Xbox. Wait, Xbox. Oh, talk yourself out of this Xbox one, One X. Yeah. <laughs> There is a new Toe Jam and Earl Do coming out. Ooh. Although it does look cool, because from what I've seen of, um, or what I've read about Toe Jam and Earl 3, it's... It still keeps the, like, randomly generated levels, but they're all in 3D now. Ooh. Um, and you're like, if... If what I'm reading is right, it you had like a hub world, and then from there you would go out into the levels, and the levels would randomly generate. Um, and there were three playable characters. They included a female character. Cool. The end. This concludes my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to continue past that. You know, procedurally generated 3D world sounds like there's the potential for severe pain in the ass. Um, not you know. From what from what I know, this game's good. I can't speak to why, but you know, apparently it's not bad. But like, it just seems like if the game, you know, it's like F Zero X. They had those, you know, if you could unlock like just randomly generated tracks that eventually had like an impossible gap in them. I feel like Toe Jam and Earl would somehow like generate you a 3D level with a platform you could never reach, just to fuck with you, like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what I worry about with like games with any kind of random element. Like, oh yeah, there it is. You know, go get that. Like, that's that's like outside the limits of the game. Like, how am I supposed to jump there? Not our problem. You maybe we want to reset the game. I feel like game. they have like <laughs> algorithms that have like safeguards against that type of. Yeah, but you know, eventually those things have to get a little funked up. Am I right? Like. Yeah. Oh. If you just generate <laughs> enough levels, eventually you're going to come up with something that breaks the game. <laughs> I don't know. I love it when <laughs> a game does something that I can't accomplish. Like, I love when the game's like, nope, you just can't ever do this. Because uh, it, it spawns all this intrigue and mystery. Like, for instance, in GoldenEye, there's that island you can't get to. You know, you can only see it. Yeah. Like, so well, even if it's random, I I kind of love it when that happens. Like, damn it! Like, and and you you spend too much time trying to find a way. Are you telling See, me the I'm... island was generated randomly? 
No, no. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I think it was there every time. <laughs> I wanted that island bad, man. <laughs> it was, they did not have a very good random number generator. <laughs> Strange, it, it generates the exact same level, the exact same enemy placement every time. No, I'm just imagining like the meeting with the programmers and the designers. It's like, all right, we've got this uh, random level generator. You know, this game's based off a movie, right? Like, we have the shooting script right here. No, 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 we're gonna make it all up on the fly. Don't sweat it. But no. <laughs> yeah, not so great for Goldeneye. Possibly great for Toe Jam three. Toe Jam. Uh, do I have to say Toe Jam and Earl three? They're they're Yes, equals. there's two characters. And three don't and let us not forget Letitia, the third character of Toe Jam and Earl three. Um, Originally, it was going to be called Toe Jam and Earl and Letitia. It should have been, quite frankly. You know, Toe Jam and Earl could have been the uh, you know like an early you know flag waver for equality. You know, if you add a new character, put him in the title. What's the fuck? You know, why not? But, yeah, um, I mean, look at Sonic 3 and Knuckles. <laughs> I have no idea what game you're Sonic. talking about. I've never heard of that. <laughs> you know, quite frankly, I, I, you know, my mind just went blank after I finished my last sentence. Um, yeah, no, uh, you know, uh, everybody in the chat is insisting that this is actually a very good game. You know, uh, you know, a literal quote from Dell in the chat. Regardless of what people say, it's a delightful game. That should be a pull quote on the box. <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl 3, exclusive to the Xbox, regardless of what people say, it's a delightful game. <laughs> you know, uh, you That'll know. be the pull for the re-release. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I love getting these requests, because it's, it's got great Toe Jam and Earl music, and CD audio on the Xbox, and all this great stuff. N you know, who's played it? You know... I haven't. I, you know, I didn't own an Xbox until like a year before the fucking Xbox 360 came out. Like, and that was that was because I got it at a garage sale, and I didn't even, I never even knew that this came out. Like, damn it, Sega! You know, way to prom way to promote the things that everybody loved from you back in the 90s. <laughs> like, hey, everything that you loved on the Dreamcast and some of the Sega Genesis stuff, it's all coming out on the Xbox. Are you gonna advertise it? No. <laughs> that no was one is going to know about it. That was the exact response when I got the request from Alex. Like, yeah, would you play Toe Jam and Earl 3? There was a third one? <laughs> <laughs> they have a Toe Jam and Earl 3 now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And it's on computers now. Yeah, that's kind of... That's my thought on everything that ever came out on the Xbox that was on something previous. Like, oh, they, <laughs> they have a Jet Set Radio on Xbox now. Like, What? No, they don't. <laughs> oh, they have a Panzer Dragoon on uh, on Xbox now. A Shenmue on Xbox. Oh, they have Halo still on Xbox. Eh. No, I'm going to wait till I can get this at a garage sale and it's obviously been stolen. I have no interest in playing this system. Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. If somebody had given me one back when that shit launched, I would have been on that KOTOR. But, nope. You know... Xbox uh, home to many fantastic games. None more beloved, I say, for the record of Game That Tune history, than Toe Jam and Earl 3 Mission to Earth. Does the game even take place on Earth? How can you randomly generate a level on Earth? It's a place, people. <laughs> you know, I can verify that most of it exists. 
Hashtag not okay. Yeah, if they had a Tallahassee level and it was procedurally generated, you know, I would vet the shit out of that. Like, no, 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 no. I I know where this is. This is bullshit. You know, mission to Earth, my fucking ass. Um, David, you know how you have, <laughs> you know how you have flat Earthers right now. I'd like to see like procedurally generated Earthers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Really generated. Nothing, nothing past the fog at the edge of the horizon is real. (laughs) I can go there, and it won't be real, or it won't be the same as when you go there. I'm telling you, it's uh, you know, the world's a crazy place. Uh, David, you took the request. Anything else on Toe Jam and Roll Three? I don't think that um, there's anything that can be added. Excellent. Game four. like we're in some sort of
I have no comment. Spooky. Spooky. Yeah. I who would like a little trivia? Please. Oh yes. Oh, I am this is a moment that I'm very, very excited about. Trivia for this game. It is possible. Um it, <laughs> I like how Johnny's already like, God damn it. It is possible in this game to find a flying cow. This is because cows are a common reference in this game's genre.
It was worth it just to see every single person go. <laughs> it sure was. <sighs> Who's got some answers? I do. Well, pretty good too. <laughs> That's pretty good. Ah, oh, damn! I hope I was hoping this would be a sweet. Um, so Jesse says Metroid Rodeo, and he has added drawings of the Wolfman and the Invisible Man. Uh, that is not correct. Oh, Jesus uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> Great job! You're the best! John has drawn Dickbeard. Um, that is incorrect. Good point. John Harrington has the correct answer of Metroid Prime Pinball. Yeah. Wait, why are cows? It's a thing! Apparently, like in a lot of pinball games, people started adding cows. Like, oh. there were these two brothers that made pinball games and put them in there as a joke, and then other pinball makers ran with it. Like, I thought you, I thought you meant sci-fi games. I was thinking, like, space games, like cows getting abducted by aliens, crop circles and shit. You know, uh, you know I just chose Metroid Prime Pinball mostly because of the lo-fi audio. I'm like, that sounds like, you know, it's, it's too upbeat for hunters. <laughs> so... It must be Metroid Prime Pinball. <laughs> like, But no, um, cows in pinball games is a thing, apparently. Today I learned. Yes, John, you're holding up a picture of Dickbeard. We can all see. Yeah, we'll get it, Dickbeard. Give it a rest. Well, I was going to talk like this is my picture. I mean, and I was trying to move it. Not I feel like oh. your Dickbeard could look a little bit better. Yeah, seriously, bro. <laughs> Grow some dicks. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, cool. So, Metroid Prime Pinball, um, that wasn't included as a free demo with the DS, so... It was not, no. I don't think I ever played that one. I loved that Hunter's demo. That was the shit. Never did play Metroid Prime Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> that demo, bro. You want to talk demos? Yeah. Let's talk. Use a little nub thing and you're... Mm-hmm. That was weird. You know, I mean, it was... <laughs> I'm trying to remember Hunters. It was like you hold the DS and you're moving with the pad and then you're controlling the aim with the stylus. That shit was complicated. Was Pinball, weird. however, decidedly less complicated for uh, playing on the DS. I bet you that was a lot of fun. I bet you David played a lot of it. I did. Metroid Prime Pinball is actually a really fun game. Um, you, It came packaged with a GBA cartridge that was a rumble pack. So, like, as you played, everything would rumble like a real pinball game. Hmm. Um, it was kind of a remake of Metroid Prime in pinball form. Because, okay. No, seriously. Because, like, the, it starts off with there are two boards that you can play on, and one is the, the space pirate spaceship, and the other is the Talon Overworld. And then if you land in, like certain if you get because the ball is samus and if you get her into like certain sockets it'll take you to other areas so you can eventually go to like fendrana drifts you can go to the artifact temple um there were boss fights when you got to like the fendrana area you because eventually you had to collect like the 12 artifact keys just like in the original Metroid Prime. Of course. Um, one of them was held by the boss in Fendrana Drifts. So, like, when you played that table, the boss would appear, and then you would go to this separate area where you would have to hit them and kill them. 
um, there's a section where you fight Meta Ridley, and Meta Ridley like kind of like flies above and drops bombs. Um, there were mini games. You could go in to collect an artifact key where you'd have to wall jump, and you would alternate the two bumper buttons to jump between these walls to get to the key. Nice. Um, there was a section where like enemies would just swarm at you, and you would the ball. Samus would kind of go into like a center section and you could rotate her and she would come out of morph ball form and just start like shooting all of the enemies. This game so, was actually like a lot of fun. No, and I'm really sure a pinball game. How does it compare to Sonic Spinball? <gasps> I've not played enough Sonic Spinball to accurately say. I can say that it's superior to Mario Pinball Land. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, you took my follow-up question right out of my mouth, so I'll go to my What other. about the Pokemon Pinball? I was going to say, how does it compare to Pokemon Pinball? Mm? Actually, I never played Pokemon Pinball either. That was pretty sweet, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What color? That just that Although, changes um, everything I've ever known about you, quite frankly. The, the funny thing is, this game got made because... Um, the company that made Mario Pinball Land was talking to Nintendo like, yeah, we had fun working with you guys. We should do that again. And like the producer of the Metroid series said, wait, you made a pinball game? Samus makes herself into a ball. Yeah. What the hell? Like, <laughs> Cool. I was going to joke that that's how it came about, but that's even better. No, that's <laughs> pretty much how it is. Like one of the people involved in Metroid said like, well, wait a minute, Samus turns into a ball. Make a yeah. pinball game out of that. You know who's a ball? Samus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. Cool. You know, that's a, that's a deal right there. Yeah, I, I can't believe you've never played Pokemon Pinball, man. That's classic Game Boy shit right there. And no, I was, I was too busy playing uh, Metroid Prime Pinball and loving the hell out of it. Yeah, touche. Um, so tell me all the ways it differentiates itself from Pokemon Pinball. Uh, it has Metroid characters instead of Pokemon characters, and you don't catch them, you shoot them. I think that's about it. Okay, now. Alright. You know, you sold me. I'm into it. You know, I can see, uh, I can see the merits of that. Um, so yeah, it's, a, it's like a Metroid Prime pinball version. You can travel around the planet, do some teleporting, do some enemy shooting. I assume you have to hit certain bumpers to defeat enemies, boss fights, stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I remember. I remember fighting um, the boss from Fenjaman Drifts. I don't remember his name. I remember fighting. I think it was the Parasite Queen, like from the very beginning of the game. And then I yeah. remember when you get to the end, you can actually fight Metroid Prime. Dope. Um, and it's like giant spider form. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, man. You know, I was always surprised by how well, like, the game and its graphics translated from, like, the GameCube down to the DS. It always made the DS seem really fucking impressive. <laughs> like, and then it's like, looking back, oh, wait a minute. It didn't translate all that well. But in pinball form, I could, I could see it working out. You know, just like, every now and then you have to see that Parasite Queen. Like, I dig it. Um... Yeah, it yeah, wasn't I, my I intention to go with two DS space-themed games in a row, but I did. Okay, yeah, sure, you say that now. You, know, you don't notice your patterns until they're all laid out in front of you. We get it, David. You love DS in space. 
you know. Spikes! <gasps> Yay! Oh my god, look who decided to <laughs> get his soundboard right. Uh? <laughs> Windworth <laughs> maybe having recording difficulties. <laughs> god damn it. Ha ha ha! Classic uh. Johnny. Two steps forward, one step back. Um, we come together because opposites attract. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'd show you my cat, but he's he's not here right now. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing on uh, po on. Uh, I was gonna say Pokemon Pinball. <laughs> I love Pokemon Pinball. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot on Pokemon Pinball. Doing yeah. anything for Metroid Prime Pinball. Say, in here, Metroid Prime. How long did it take you to catch them all? <laughs> I assume there's a number of space pirates that you have to catch, train, or, you know, was there a red and a blue board? Um, Technically, yes, because there's a board on Vendrana Drift covered in ice and a board on Magmar Caverns covered in lava, so, yes? There you go. You're right. There was. You know, you start out in Cerulean City, you hit the Vendrana Drifts, you know, you, uh, you catch a Meowth, you fight Meta Ridley. It's just and then uh, you go down to the uh, the elite Metroid Prime. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> you fight the elite Don't four that Metroids. One fight with Robotnik. That too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, Johnny and Jesse really should be chiming in here with Sonic Spinball references, and we've got nothing. So I'm gonna assume that it's somewhere between Pokemon Pinball and Metroid Prime Pinball. I think we're hitting that nice sweet spot of That's fair. describing the game totally perfect. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, great pick, man. I, yeah, I dig it. Like, uh, you know, it's one of those, uh, this, one of those forgotten games. One of those I, games. I always forgot like... there was a time when Nintendo would make, like, pinball versions of fucking, like, every one of its franchises for their handheld systems. Why'd they stop doing that, man? Did pinball fall out of fashion on handhelds? Yes. No? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now you guys have to debate yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. I'll just be I, over here. This is totally, like, not totally random, but something I find really interesting about this is I always assumed <laughs> when the Nintendo DS booted up off a cartridge, it was booting into, like, a DS mode or a Game Boy Advance mode. I didn't realize that a DS game could access crap in the Game Boy Advance slot. Like, you know, that's really kind of cool. Yeah. Like, magic. Yeah, that little rumble thing was super cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, because to me it would make sense, like, oh yeah, when it boots, like, the other's disabled, you know, like, it totally makes sense to me, but, like, wow. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yep. It is. No, actually, that, that actually is kind of a cool tech side thing. Thank you for thinking of that, Johnny. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, this is one of those games that, like, I have a list, and this is always on there, and I never want to use it, because I keep thinking, like, oh, I'll save this for, like a handheld theme or like a spin-off theme and it's a game that I want to use but I never get around to it. It's like, no, fuck it. Free play. Metroid Prime Pinball. Yeah. Sounds like Metroid Prime. Maybe a little bit more arcadey and fun. Great choice. Johnny, I think we should keep it going. Game 
Who is ready for adventure? Ooh, I am. I am. Hell yeah. sounds really familiar it's uh it's a nice melody it really is so who would like some trivia for this game yes please so in certain sections of this game you can overhear conversations taking place over morse code Conversations include, or dialogue from these conversations include, quote, Morse code takes forever. It sure does. Uh, quote, does anyone out there know Morse code? Sorry, use your radio. And, quote, why does anyone use Morse code anymore? Good question. End quote. So, how are we feeling? Pretty good. 
Not acceptable. Terrible. (laughs) I kind of... I kind of made this one hard. It is August absurdity, after all, fellas. I mean, come on. Mm. All right. But I have a long answer. Well, that must be wrong. David Fleming says Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Sadly incorrect. Jesse Moore says Morse Code 64. That's pretty close. He's in the right, uh, he's moving in the right direction. John Regan has the correct answer. Wii Sports Resort. Wow. Yeah. And he usually plays a cha-ching sound for himself when he gets it right, but I guess. Whoops. There we go. How absurd! John, quite frankly, I love that. That's fucking wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> What's the second song? Uh, the second song was just a nice, slowed-down guitar version of the Wii Sports Resort theme. Dun, Damn, that's dun, what it was. Probably heard it in Smash Bros. for Wii U. Um, or heard it in Wii Sports Resort. I played the hell out of this game. Good, I'm great. glad to hear that. I was wor- that was kind of my uh, like priming question. Like, please tell me this. You know that you played the hell out of Wii Sports Resort. I fucking loved Wii Sports played- Resort. Um, <laughs> I played the hell out of basketball, the sword fighting duels. Um, God, what else was it? Archery was really good. Fuck yeah, Especially dude. on the ranges where, like, the target started moving in between, like, the rocks. Or once you did so well at archery that you and your buddies started trying to go for all the hidden targets. You know. Oh, God, I forgot <laughs> about the hidden target. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just like, here's a nice you know, place on Woohoo Island, and you're trying to aim this target. There's a watermelon sitting in the distance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's not drawing was- attention to itself. Hit the watermelon. <laughs> Wasn't there one where you were like on the bridge and you had to aim down on like a tiny, tiny like rock floating in like the water? Yes. Underneath. Yeah. It, it might maybe not have been the water, but like you had to aim through like a break in the bridge or something and aim down at the field and there's just like a piece of cake sitting on like a ledge. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, that's fucking impossible. <laughs> yeah. You got to compensate for like 20 mile an hour wind and shoot a piece of cake with an arrow. Come on now. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, you know, that game was dope. It's funny. Like some, you know, a lot of people say, like, "Oh man, this game doesn't have any depth." Blah blah. It's like actually, if you played the game <laughs> as much as we did, like, there's, you know, no, no, it's not the deepest game in the world. But like, you found ways to make it fun. Like, it had everything from the original Wii Sports, except baseball and uh, boxing. So not everything. Three out of five things. And then a whole bunch of other well, stuff. <laughs> I mean, it didn't have tennis. It had table tennis. I love the fucking table tennis. <laughs> uh, you are right. It you know technically is a difference. I'm sure, like uh, I don't know, Chinese listeners would really argue about that. Um, but 
Yeah, I fucking love the table tennis. Like that, you know, that was that got way more heated than real tennis in Wii Sports. Like uh, me and a buddy hanging out playing some fucking table tennis. You better believe we were, you know, throwing our whole body into that shit. Get that good rotation going with the wrist. Somehow we never used that good, you know, that good fucking rotation. We just fucking went nuts on the, you know, on the table tennis. And then there was like the return challenge where you'd be, you know, doing it. You had to knock a little fucking coke can off the table. You know, it was good. They had like, it had, you know. Perfect amounts of, like, just fun interactivity for more than one player, and then, like, fun one-player shit for, like, you know, when you just kind of wanted something to goof off and take your mind off stuff. Like, I'm trying to remember the other modes that were in there. It was, like, you know, the ones I played the most, bowling, obviously. They made the 100-pin challenge part of the regular bowling package, so you could play a full 10 frames with your friends doing 100-pin bowling, which is fucking excellent. Um, shit, man. Uh... There, were, there yeah. was there was bowling, tennis, golf, or table tennis, golf. There was uh, cycling, um, yep. frisbee, Which was okay. where you could play with the dog. I love, um, uh, actually, frisbee dog was a lot of fucking fun. You know. There was the kayaking, where you had to, like, one of the modes was you had to, like, guard baby ducks. Or, like, follow baby ducks. Um, there was the jet skiing. There was the... Um, yes. The... Skydiving. Skydiving was good. Oh, and uh, related to jet skiing, the fucking wakeboarding, oh, which yeah. was remarkably un like non deep. It was just you know, <laughs> hold the Wii remote sideways and then like flick it to do a trick. Like, and uh, yeah, that's all things. Score some points. Still cool because I love the island setting. Um, they had frisbee golf, which was dope. They had a whole new set of golf holes, which was awesome. And then you could get the original ones back. Yep. Uh, and there was the island, there was the fly around. You could do the uh, the air stuff. You could do just like a flying tour, which is where you would hear the Morse code things. Whenever you pass the lighthouse, it would ping you with some Morse code. You know, fucking the flyover must have been Johnny's favorite thing, because it's just like holding the Wii remote like a fucking paper airplane and just like mellow cruising the fucking island. And then they also had the dogfight where you could go, you know play against somebody else and shoot them down. Um, I'm sure there's shit I'm remembering or not, you know, not remembering on it. But did we mention swordplay? Because all the swordplay modes were yeah. a fucking blast. Like the best was the best swordplay was like the final one where you just you were given a path and a bunch of targets and you had to like beat everybody down. I love that. Like, you're running up a hill on this island, and here come, you know, 20 generic Mii's, or if you had enough Mii's in your system, 20 of your friends, and they're all just sitting there, like, getting in your shit with swords, and you just have to, like, it only takes one hit to knock them all down, so it's just like, you know, poof. And they, they just collapse to the ground. Like, it's it's very funny imagining just, you know, like, kill-billing your way through all of your friends on a nice resort <laughs> island. Like, you know, you're going to take a nice vacation. At some point, you all have to sword fight with each other, and you've got the most powerful sword in the world, and it just knocks them flat on their face. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. But actually, the sword, th sword play thing I, I liked remember. was the, uh, the duel, the timing thing. That was a lot of fun. That was a great drunk party game. Like, it, you get two people with the Wii, uh, Wii Motion Plus, and, you know, the guy throws up the item, and you have to slash it the correct direction. 
And man, when you get you know enough people drunk, like kind of cheering you on, that shit gets so tense. <laughs> and, like, oh man, you know, they, you know, this was like almost the ultimate like drunk Wii compilation. It wasn't as silly as something like WarioWare, but it had so much stuff to do in it. It was it was pretty fucking great for that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I would agree. <laughs> yeah, Johnny and Jesse, I assume you played the hell out of it too. No. <laughs> Just no. No. Just <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I wanted to, but I just never got the chance. It was pretty dope, man. Yeah, you know, it looked it looked super fun. It got to the point where, like, you know, whenever I got the Wii U, I gave my fucking Wii to uh, my sister and her uh, fiance at the time, and like, you know, they just had a baby, and like, I'd go over there and like, fucking, you know, like, hang out and have a couple of drinks and watch football on Sundays, and like, at halftime, we'd get like nine holes of golf in, just like playing Wii in the fucking man cave. <laughs> Nice. All right, like, yeah, fucking, it's almost halftime. Two minute warning. Fuck it. Turn on the week, man. Let's do it. Let's crank it out. Like, and you know, we got really into some fucking Wii Sports Resort golf. Like, you know, I I might just be a sucker for this kind of game, but like, I, I love me some fucking Wii Sports. You know, it's just uh, I don't know. It's perfect, man. It's not you know, it's it's accessible. You hold the Wii remote in your hand. You know what you're doing with it. Like. With the exception of some of the stuff. I mean, the cycling wasn't fantastic. I'm trying to remember. Wasn't there, like, a jogging thing? Or was it just cycling? Like, I think it was cycling. Like maybe the jogging cycling. thing was in Wii Fit. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> some of the stuff was a little less intuitive. But in general, like, this had, like, 12 different, you know, varieties of games. And they were all pretty, pretty fucking fun, man. You know. And like I said, I was just trying to pick the most absurd game possible. And so, why not pick Wii Sports Resort? You know, it just reeks of absurdity. I mean, come on. Like, it's, you know, it's a, it's a great cash in title to sell everybody the adapter that made their Wii remotes work the way they advertised them back when they first came out. <laughs> uh, you know, hmm. it's the second best-selling, or no, actually, you no, know, it's the third best-selling Wii game, despite the fact that it came packed with this uh, adapter that made your Wii remote work way better than it ever did before. Mario Kart Wii came packaged with a more useless piece of plastic and outsold it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a great game, man. Uh, you know, it's funny looking back. I wish it had been the game that came out whenever Wii first came out, but. You know, Wii Sports original, pretty fantastic. Sold, you know, sold everybody 80 million Wiis. And then, you know, everybody was like, wait, this, you know, this sword swinging's kind of bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, fine. We we didn't really do one-to-one -one sword play on it. We've got a thing for it. We'll put it out soon. And then also, the fun thing about Wii Sports Resort, stealth uh, pilot for everything from Skyward Sword. You know. How much did yeah. you guys play Skyward Sword? You know. I fucking hate I know you did. <laughs> but think about all the fun times you had playing Wii Sports Resort and then put yourself in a link hat and it's the same thing. You know. You tried out some archery mechanics. You did a little, you know, canoe rowing. You had some bowling. You know, there was really good one-to-one -one sword play. And I think there was that part where Link flew a plane and rode a bicycle. And rode a jet ski. All that shit came up. Um, you know, I, I think I'm remembering that right. I don't know. You know, David, help me out here. Pretty much. <laughs> Airplane, bird, same thing. 
Yeah. Actually, it's funny. I was making a joke. Like, Wait a minute. He totally like flew on a bird the whole time. And I remember every time I would jump down to the mainland from like uh, Skyloft and Skyward Sword, I would twist the Wii Remote all around to do the skydiving crazy poses until like the cutscene would kick in. So, actually, yeah. Pretty much the same game. <laughs> Wii Sports Resort, Skyward Sword, one and the same. Fantastic games. Yeah. I don't know. How absurd. I love those games. I play them all the time. They, you know, how long is it going to take them to come out with like a Switch sports mix? You know, quite, fr- quite well, frankly, quite frankly, they did come I, out with one two Switch. But... Yeah. How many sports were on it? Cow milking? I don't know. I didn't play it. <laughs> how, how many? Uh, how much cow milking can you really do? There's a thing where you have to catch a a sword, so it's kind of like the um, hey. the throwing things and cutting things. He's right. You know. I could see it. I don't know. Yeah. And I guess uh, they continued the Wii Sports boxing tradition with arms. So, you know, just uh, just come out with a fresh Wii Sports. Give me a set, give me a fresh 18 holes of Wii Golf and I'll be happy. I'm n- I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to ask for anything else besides that. I'm a simple man of simple tastes. I like uh, <laughs> I like to play a few holes of golf when I'm uh, you know, half drunk in the middle of a football game. That's uh, that's how the Wii lasted as long as it did in my house. But, uh, yeah, mm. Wii Sports Resort, fantastic game. A lot of fun. Um, Johnny, big player on Wii Sports Resort. Anything else before we, uh, before we move on to the calculating computer? No, I think it's time for the calculating computer. Cool. Record it. Let's do it. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space! Boots. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> John and I are tied. I just gave it to me. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter for absurdity, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoilers. My my bonus music was gonna be Wii Sports Resort. So how yeah. absurd! Good on you, sir. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, awesome. Um, yeah. Shit. I you know, I really gotta come up with some kind of way to aggregate these points week to week. So you know, scores <laughs> for tonight. David, solid one. Me, John, both a solid two. Jesse, you know, one point tonight. That brings our overall ranking for the month. Uh, let's see. Me, four points. John and Jesse both tied, two points. John, you Ooh. really should have considered scoring some points last week. <laughs> you know, it really would have helped zeros. you out this week. <laughs> Those game that tune gutter balls really fuck you up, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude. When you That's... just go donuts, it really hurts your absurdity score. So uh, That's okay. Um, t- tomorrow, I'm, I'm bringing a softball tomorrow. Fantastic. Tomorrow? Next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with it. I'm, yeah. Next show... <laughs> If um, everyone could just bring all Sonic games next week, I would really appreciate it. Yeah, John, John's going to be deep into Sonic Mania next week, so as long as we all pick Sonic Mania, he will score as many points as he possibly can. So, uh, looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you know, good game, good tunes, a lot of fun. Um, you know, trying to think of... I just feel like we haven't hit our absurd quotient for the evening. Johnny, what happened, man? 
Uh, we had Dick Beard, man. Come on. We had a pretty D- You're nice right, Sandy. man. Dick That's Beard true. was just so long ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Dick Beard's always been here. I almost forgot. Uh, what was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I added the, uh, the creature of the Black Lagoon. That's true. You actually did a really great jo- job on your drawings. You know, I was just focused on staying awake and getting games right. Um, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it was a good show. Quite absurd. And uh, yeah, I hope everybody uh, enjoyed and will join us next week for the third round of August Absurdity. This will be the last round of August Absurdity in which we all have to pick games until the finals, right? Because the fourth round is David doing all requests. Am I right? <laughs> Yes, yeah. and I'm glad that you brought that up because I wanted to announce that uh, for the fourth round, I am hosting an all-request episode. So send those requests in. We're going to need five games, all requests. Hell yeah. That is going to be super tight. So yeah, get your requests in. Send them uh, in a private message to David on Twitter at DFDFleming. Or you know, follow us on Twitter at GTTPod. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameThatTune. Shoot us an email, gamethattune at gmail.com. I'll forward it to David without reading it. Trust me. Um, (laughs) It'll be great. We want a ton of requests. Um, And yeah, uh, we had a blast. Hope you enjoyed um, this live recording of Game That Tune, live on twitch.tv slash Game That Tune, Facebook Game That Tune, YouTube search for Game That Tune. Um, You know, be sure to catch us in podcast form on Wednesday mornings. Uh, you know, subscribe in iTunes or check us out at GameThatTune.com or whatever device you use to get your podcast. We're on pretty much all of them. Um, you know, uh, you should ch- definitely check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for fun exclusives. Uh, you know, right now we've got a couple of mixtapes up there. We got the uh, next mixtape coming up soon. It's Jesse's Return to Game That Tune, Best of Jesse Mixtape. John's going to make a sax tape at some point in this. I'm not putting pressure on him. I'm just saying he's going to do it. You know, he <laughs> promised people he was going to do it. He, you know, the guy plays saxophone. He's a saxy boy. He's going to play some fucking video game music on a saxophone for you, should you give us money. So uh, check that out, patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, special thanks to our Patreon super fan tier producers, Lance Revere and Alex Messenger. Uh, thank you so much for your support and your contributions to the show. Always a blast. And, um, yeah. Johnny, was I forgetting anything? I think you covered everything. You're fucking right, I did it, man. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you can follow all of us on Twitter. Follow me at jgangster187. Follow David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. Yep, and you can follow Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. And you can follow John Regan, always full of surprises, occasionally winning episodes, on Twitter at... <laughs> JP Regan JR. You're fucking right, man. So, uh, Johnny, I assume you have fantastic, absurd bonus tunes to take us out it, with. It is quite absurd. I was inspired by Jesse's bonus tunes last week. Uh, so my bonus, because my bonus tune is not related to my game, I figured that's pretty absurd to do in and of itself. Uh, my bonus tune is the Tetris theme mashed up with Come On and Slam from Space Jam. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Good night, everybody.
Wonder Boy in Monster World is copyright 1991 Westone Bit Entertainment. Sim Ant is copyright 1993 Maxis. Toe Jam and Earl 3 Mission to Earth is copyright 2002 Sega Games Company Limited and Toe Jam and Earl Productions. Metroid Prime Pinball is copyright 2005 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Wii Sports Resort is copyright 2009 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Why? What, what's that, John? Nothing. I'm saying thank <laughs> you for the trivia. Where it went to die. <laughs> oh, I thought somebody said something. Stop acknowledging me. <laughs> it's like we're in some sort of. Oops, sorry, John. Nothing. No joke to be made whatsoever. <laughs>